Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 77, recorded live on Saturday, October 4th, 2008. And here are your hosts, the man who can see me in horrible, horrible, horrible quality, Dave Pillay. Hello. And the man who can see Dave in pretty decent quality, actually, Andy Lowe. Hi. Hi, Andy. Hi, Dave. Um, yeah, my webcam sucks. Yeah, mine doesn't so much. Um, Andy and I are, are trying something a little different this week because we were a little disappointed in the last episode, so now we have a, a video connection between us. You see, now I was just disappointed in your audio in the last episode. I, I thought that we were kind of lackluster, and that might have been just we were both tired, or, but this way, we, you know, visual contact is good. Yes, and you, you have a lot of um, headroom in that photo, Dave. I know. Your, your video is, the, is a horrible. For being a, what, a photography major, your setup of this video... Um, for Andy, key, key word there. Yeah. Photography, not videography. So? That was uh, Skype, for some reason, setting my audio settings back. <laughs> I told you it would happen. Wow. Your Skype is crazy. Yeah. You see, now that's so you're going to have a lot of fun editing this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the, the one huge problem with my webcam is that it doesn't have any sort of zoom, and it's... Like, it's really far. It, it drops off very, very quickly. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Hold on. I'm writing down craziness. All right. I'm just keeping tabs of any time your computer will go crazy, so I know when to... Um... Pay special attention. Yes. Okay. So this should be interesting. I can't believe I actually can see Dave being where he's at in his wonderful brown background. Uh, yours isn't much different, Andy. Why? You can see a light, you can see my ceiling, you can see wood. Yeah, it, it looks all kind of brown and similar because my, the quality... Yeah, the quality of my camera sucks. I, I, could, I could spin my camera and show you the rest of the apartment. I've seen it, Dave, and it does not look any different. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's a total mess. Yes, yes it is. So we should probably, I mean, well, we, I guess we could talk. How are you, Andy? I'm, I'm doing good. Finished up with the first week of work. So I'm... Oh, where's, where's the new job? Over at Pfizer Manufacturing Plant. I make doggy Motrin. You make doggy well, Motrin? I make doggy. I, I package it. Okay. For shipments to yeah. other countries. That's a, a... I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> that is fine by me. So, so how about how about that news? That news, the the seven hundred billion dollar bailout, uh, bailout. Or, uh, sorry, sorry, approved. they don't they don't want to call it a bailout because that gives evil connotations. They want to call it a rescue plan. It's a bailout. It's a rescue plan. It's a bailout. No, they they want they don't want to the the media to call it a bailout anymore. They want to call it a rescue plan. Okay, it's still a bailout. Yes, yes, it is. Calling it a rose isn't going to make it smell any less sweet than it already does. But I think in this case, it wouldn't be smelling like a rose. It would be smelling like a cow sweet. patty. Yeah. With a marshmallow on top. Or inside. It's, inside. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's, it's a waste of money. There's other ways that... Well, I'm not an economist. I'm not a politician. I don't have all the facts. But it feels like there must be a better way to do this than what they were doing. Um, most likely. But what, what, but what can we do? I don't know. You could, However, you, you could try... There is, what? There, there is a tech aspect to this whole bailout thing. Okay. And that is that as people were you know, getting worried about this and say, you know, they all wanted to voice their opinions, their local congressmen... You see, I had a better segue, and you overrode me on that one. I, I, well, you gotta get on it faster, Andy. Go, poo, poo. Should we, should we go and do your segue? I mean, well, I was gonna you, say you kind of ruined the segue. I was, yeah. Well, I was gonna say that there's nothing we can do about it other than writing to our congressman. 
Ah, well, funny you should mention that. Exactly. Because, ah, ha, ha, I see now. Yes. So, um, well, now that segue also just died. Yeah, well, so anyways, the house has um, had, I don't know if they're still doing it, uh, had been limiting email contact with the congressman. Yes. And that the, the house email system was taking such a beating that it was crashing the website, mm-hmm. or it was threatening to crash the website, and they, they had taken preventative measures by limiting the emails that would reach the congressman. Um, what they the, basically the House was saying was that they were not expecting this large of a volume of email from everybody. They only expect what was it point one percent of uh, response from people. Yeah, with email, which seems kind of archaic to me. Uh, no, it's that how like they they were expecting that of all responses that many would be email or that percent of the population would respond via email. I think that what they were saying was that percentage of the population would respond via email. See, that doesn't sound too bad to me then because how many how much of the population do you think responds at all? Probably less than 0.1%. Well, I hope more than 0.1% because that's what they were expecting from email alone, but not significantly more. Well, I'm, I'm saying it email-wise. They're probably saying, okay, 0.1% would be the upper limit of the amount of people that would respond to email. Yeah, I was saying respond, period. Oh, um, what were they? I'm trying to find. It's not in this article. Damn it. Link the wrong article, Andy. <sighs> I know. It's probably speculation on another article. All right. So, what, how do you how do you feel about this, Andy? Do you because I I personally that's like more stupid to me than the bailout package itself. Um, I I it seems well. Okay, first off, this uh, Eastern's just changing over their email system. Finally, thank God, because we still mm. had a twenty megabyte um, email size limit for our entire inbox. Wow. Yeah, that's just sad. And so it's like, what what exactly does the House have technology-wise? Well, it's the House of Representatives. I assume they have access to, to some of the largest and most powerful stuff out there. And if they don't, then I'm sure they could have gone to any company like Cisco and said, hey, can you guys hook us up? <laughs> We need this done by today. Well, can you help us out? What I'm seeing this as is basically, what was it? John McCain said he doesn't do email. Isn't that what mm. he said? He doesn't. He doesn't check his own email. He doesn't know how to use a computer, sort of thing. Uh, are, are you sure it's John McCain or Ted Stevens? No, I think it's John McCain said that. I think he was talking about his BlackBerry. Wait, John McCain has a BlackBerry. That seems everyone on the hill has a BlackBerry. How do you spell John McCain? Oh, there we go. Two C's. <laughs> wow. Andy, <laughs> the man is running for president. I know. You should know how to spell his name. Well, I'm trying to... Uh, John McCain doesn't use email, is what he's quoted no. as saying. Wow. So, John um, does not know how to send an email. There was even a Barack Obama ad released basically stating that fact. Wow. Yeah. You, did you hear that uh, McCain is basically pulling out of Michigan? Yes, thank God he's pulling out of Michigan. Oh, my God. No, no, that's bad. Why? Because if he didn't pull out of Michigan, he'd keep spending money in Michigan. <laughs> he'd be buying... Which has a, it has a double benefit. He'd be buying ads in Michigan. Yes, which is A, dropping money into Michigan's economy, and B, it's money that he's not spending on ads in other states where he might actually win. Yes, but how many, Dave, political ads, TV, radio, they're annoying. This is true. So if McCain pulls out, then Barack Obama really doesn't have a point to do any more ads either. Yeah, so, so we, get, we get cleared of the, uh, the ads. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of um, ads and news and stuff, um, turns out ABC News is going to be coming to Kalamazoo next Wednesday. For what? They're doing a bus tour of battleground states, which I guess we're not really a battleground state anymore. 
technically we still are. So I mean he's he's gonna get a significant portion of the vote. Yes. But I think Obama had a nine point lead in the latest poll. Oh my. That would be interesting. Yeah. Alright. Is that enough political talk for now? I think so. Is there any other political talk on the list? Not that I'm aware of, but we don't need to go strictly by the list. Well, the the list says what we should talk about. That was the idea of the list. All hail the list. All hail... No. See, we can talk about things that aren't on the list, and we just end up adding them to the list. That is true. The list is not like a guiding, you must do this. Okay. Penny Arcade Adventures. <laughs> hey, look, the that's rain on the list. Precipice of Darkness <laughs> has gone gold. Yep. It's going to be coming out. Woohoo! What do you think of the first one? I, I think it, it was very much a, a Tycho-style dialogue. Yeah. But I'm um, gameplay wise, though. Well, gameplay. I mean, it was a fantastic little RPG. You weren't a fan of it. It was funny. It was interesting. I wanted to play it, but then, like the the mini games on the boardwalk, those mini games were horrible. Oh, they were fine. I don't even remember what they were. I just remember being like, "Okay, next, next, next." Yeah. You play them once, and they're just like, "Okay, what was the point of those?" There wasn't. Ah. It added a little extra spice. Not really. It just seemed like they were put there as something. I don't know. It just didn't seem to be that sort of... Well, you then you may want to just give up and avoid the second... A, a quote. We did not have enough classic adventure-type puzzles or puzzles in general in the game. Well, no, no, I like the puzzles. I just didn't like the... the oh, you like the puzzles. Oh, but, yeah, he follows it up. The mini games we put on the boardwalk fell flat. Yes, see? Exactly. Uh, All right. So maybe I should get the uh, second There one. will be mini games in the second one, though. Oh, well, mini games are okay. It's just stupid mini games are not okay. <laughs> ah, I see. So, speaking of stupid mini games, this isn't on the list. Okay. Uh, I, I have been playing in the little spare time that I get every so often, World of Warcraft. Okay. And so I went and I installed the Bejeweled plugin. And? It's fantastic. How so? <laughs> a a three-minute flight from uh, Alterac, not Alterac, uh, uh, AB, Arathi, that's what I'm thinking of. Three-minute flight from Arathi to Terran Mill. You get on the mount, and it automatically loads the Bejeweled thing. Just boom, there it is. And then you just play. And then it, when you land, it says, okay, game over. So what's the point of playing? Just to kill time. Yes, but the flight paths were what I used to eat food and go to the bathroom. Well, then you can still do that. But now they're but, Bejeweled yeah. there. Yeah, it's really addictive. <laughs> I actually made a macro... Because you you type slash bejeweled to open it up, I made a macro to do it. So you just have to. There's also a button, button on the mini map. Okay. But there there I have like ten buttons on the mini map, so bejeweled is hidden. Mm. So I just made a macro for it and put it on my sidebar. Ridiculous. So I'll just turn on auto run, click bejeweled. Yeah, but they set up the levels in the game so you can't do that. And granted, they also well, you, um, the you know, adjust your course every so often, but... Yeah. Oh, speaking of... Wow, this is not on there, but... The, remember the WoW Glider? The, the basically... The WoW Glider. Yeah. It was the program used, basically... Oh, to the, auto, the add-on. Yeah, to auto-do everything for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, Blizzard sued them, right? Yep. And they win $6 million in the suit. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if this guy has $6 million, but that's what they won. I doubt it. That's impressive. I mean, for Blizzard, they're not... I mean, $6 million is... It's chump change. Yeah. As a, I mean, they, they, they could lose that much money, like, physically misplace it, and not care. 
Like, hey, wait, where'd that six million go? Yeah, whatever. They could lose six million people playing the game and still be considered a success. They could lose six million people play, playing the game, and they could still be like the largest MMO out there. Yeah, which is kind of funny and scary. More scary than funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll probably have to link that one now onto the list. Yes, you will. Because <sighs> our listeners demand it as I shake honey at you in the camera. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not paying attention to you in the camera anymore. Ouch. Oh. Internet burn. Oh, the worst kind. Something. Sure. Whatever. All right. URL. No. Copy. Paste. Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right. So tell me, Andy. Tell me about bandwidth capping. It's stupid. Yes, it is. <laughs> but um, I got interested when I'm sitting around here, and then I start clicking links, and links go to other links, that sort of thing. Um, but I found out about this, where somebody basically wrote and did a study on broadband um, use-based pricing and cap analysis. So um, they basically, there are three main points that they came out of this. Um, mm-hmm. First one, the strategy ignores the high degree of dependency interactions between power users and the rest of the network. Things like peer-to-peer and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, yeah, they basically act as hubs. I could tell you that I've used some of them. Um, that also, that the uh, given the trend of uh, content consumption, today's power users are tomorrow's average users, which I agree with. And supposedly by 2012... The bill is basically for your internet access is predicted to be around $215 per month, which is a lot. That's that's a, a lot. Yeah. Um, and the I third one. Don't. <laughs> there's there's go ahead. There's the third point. Um. Uh. Basically, they're thinking that changing prices alone cannot solve the challenges facing carriers. Carriers are taking the easy way out to trying to protect their walled garden rather than figure out how to innovate in service delivery and harvesting more value from the overall content and applications opportunity. What is, mm-hmm. what is um, Basically, they'd rather take the easy way out than the hard way of, hey, maybe we should increase our throughput. Okay. So instead of putting down new lines and upgrading the hardware, they're saying, oh, no, you just can't do this. I see. So rather than taking the initiative, they're like, okay, no, stop, stop, stop doing that. (laughs) Don't make us actually work for our money. Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, and then you have another link on there. Yes, this was um, actually from a link from the previous story. And it's actually kind mm-hmm. of a list of um, basically 10 things you should know about bandwidth caps and that sort of thing. Okay. So it talks about how Time Warner did theirs back in January. And yeah, it then, gives a, a brief history. Yep. And um, Time Warner is starting their uh, 40 gigabytes per month this year. Right. Um, basically, there's only one uh, real ISP that sets up that's actually running a bandwidth cap right now. And also, okay, this one I don't understand. Okay, so Comcast is implementing a 250 gigabyte per month cap, and mm-hmm. they defended it by saying that it will affect less than 1% of its users. And most users mm-hmm. download 2 to 3 gigabytes per month. Why are they implementing mm-hmm. a cap then? If Because those that 1%... Okay. First off, most users doing 2 to 3 gigabytes per month can mean that 50% plus one person are using two to three gigabytes per month. Okay. So there's still that other 49%. Oh, okay. But so they could be using, you know, anywhere between three and infinite. Now that, that 1% that's using more than 250 gig that this cap is going to affect, these are people who are probably doing, in all likelihood, terabytes of data. Most likely, yeah. Which would put an incredible strain on their systems, them being Comcast. So I hate to defend that, 
But playing devil's advocate, that's what they're going to be thinking. They're also probably going to be thinking, hey, we don't have to work as hard, and we're going to get more money for it. Pretty much. Great. Great, 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 great. All right. Next. Ooh. What? I know what we can do next. What? We can talk about Nintendo's giant, oh my god, so much information press conference. Oh, the really big press conference? The one that has multiple lines in our list? Yeah. <laughs> okay, where do you want to start? Because like, this... I'd like to start with the DSi. The DSi? The Dizzy? What, is it the Dizzy? Should, should it be called the Dizzy? Well, um, what about the Detroit Science Institute? That's the DSi. Okay. The, um, and what is the Detroit Science Institute? Uh, what's the last thing, what's the last important thing the Detroit Science Institute did? I, I don't know. Is I'm it just, a museum or is it a, an actual science institute? I'm just looking up. Does it even exist? Yeah, the Detroit Science Institute does exist. Okay. It's the Detroit in- I, uh, Science Institute and Hands-On Museum. Ah. So that's what the DSI is. You could talk well, about the DSO, the DSI, which is the Detroit Symphonic the Orchestra. The Detroit Symphony Orchestra. Yeah. We saw them in concert. I know I was there. I know you were there. That's why I said we saw them in concert. Ah, gotcha. For uh, VGL. Yes. Let's see what other DSIs are there. Um, a video game company, a Canadian software house. And, and the new Nintendo DS Lite I. I. I, I, I assume that's... It's the Nintendo DS I. I think it should be called the Dizzy. It's a horrible name. Why? The DS I. What's the I stand for? Oh, the DS I B. I don't know what the I stands for. <laughs> then why did they put it on there? Maybe it's like the DS... You know, like in a, uh, an outline, you have Roman numeral one... Capital A, little I. Maybe it's that I. <laughs> um, you think, you know, Roman numeral one would be like handhelds, the, the capital A would be Nintendo DS, and this is that next line, the DSi. <laughs> um, Dave, it's not actually an I. That is a lowercase Roman numeral one. Well, yes, I'm aware of that. Well, it's not but an it's I, still an I. It's a lowercase Roman numeral one. So is this the DS... Lowercase Roman numeral one. Sure. Introducing the brand. I refuse new, to call it that. The, nint, the new Nintendo DS lowercase Roman numeral Roman one. one. <laughs> the, the DSI or the Dizzy or the DS Roman is, numeral. It should be called. I think it should be called Dizzy. Right. Uh, it's it's the form factor, the DS Lite form factor rather, a uh, little thinner. Sans the GBA slot. Okay, now who uses the GBA slot? That's what I want to know. Yeah, guess it's there, but then it's just like the backwards compact. I use the GBA slot. Doing what? Andy, did you go to the handheld lounge at PAX? No. Did you? Well, you do that next year and look. Well, next year it might be different. This year there were a fair number of people playing just. Yeah, Andy's holding up his GBA, his GB micro. No, no, it's the GB pocket. Pocket? Yes. All right, the micro is the really, really tiny one. Yes, this is the basically the Nintendo Game Boy second generation. Yeah. It has Tetris. So, and that's it. Oh, man, that was a great game. That was such a great game. I finally was able to figure out how to see the space shuttle in the game. What? Yeah, you know, you you can get enough points and you can get a, a rocket if you get high enough score. No. Yeah, um in mode A if you get uh over 100,000 you get a tiny rocket. If you get uh 250,000 up to basically a million points you get a second rocket. But I didn't know those were the only two for mode A. I thought there was more, so I kept on trying to get higher higher scores. But once I hit 300,000 in a game, which mind you is hard because you can only start on level 9 is the highest level points wise. Right. Um so I finally hit 300,000. I'm like, okay, a new rocket. And it was the same one. I'm like, well, this sucks. So then I looked online, and it turns out the space shuttle, which is actually a Soviet space shuttle, which is what the U.S. space shuttle was based off of. Um, you have to play Mode B on level 9 with a, um, with, I, they call it a high of 5. 
and then you get people who dance to um it's, it's a song it's a famous song i just don't remember what it's called uh the the folk song yes yes that one is that the one I, or not i don't know i would actually play it right now but um that would take time yes <laughs> i remember which one's the folk song uh there's a, I think that's the folk song. You can actually look up all the Tetris songs on Wikipedia by looking up Tetris. So the the other addition to the DSi okay. uh, has an SD slot, which is worrying a lot of companies because uh, it makes it really, really, really easy to pirate the games. Well, okay, what what was the R was the R R S four R D four whatever the R M R four D S R was it the R four D S it's the R four D S the one that Nintendo's suing yes yeah it's the R four D S and that wasn't making it easy yes but this would make it easier oh this would eliminate the middleman okay all you need is for this would be an SD card you wouldn't need the uh, the R four or any of the other ones. Because there are a couple others. Okay. I'm so bad at keeping these notes. Well, whose fault is that? Uh, it also has mine. Yes. It also has two cameras. Oh, two cameras. Because one just isn't enough. <laughs> two screens, two cameras. More, more, more. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah. What's where's the, uh, the screens are bigger. Well, that's wait. Where's how do you have two cameras? Battery life. Two cameras. You have one camera on the outer shell. Okay. And you have one camera on the inner hinge. Oh, okay. So you have one on the outside, so you can take photos of things, and then you also have one on the inside, so you can take a photo of yourself. Right. Gotcha. That makes sense. All right. Uh, EA is reportedly already like throwing down on the table ideas for games and passing them around and figuring out how they can work with this thing. Uh, Nintendo is saying that this will not replace the DS. The DS Lite. Or the DS, or this, well, DS Lite kind of replaced the DS. Yes, so it's not going to replace the DS Lite. This is not, it's in addition to the handheld family, not a replacement. Do do you want to know why? Because they said the DS, there's still potential for people to buy a DS Lite. Because well, no shit. No, no. This this was from the the press conference. Nintendo said that there there was a DS Lite in one out of every two households in Japan. Wow. Yeah, and there in America, there's only one out of every five households have a DS Lite. So there's still a potential to sell more DS Lights, including the DS lowercase ruminal one. So, but one, right. one out of I every... won't call it the dizzy if you don't call it the DS Roman lowercase Roman numeral one. Okay, so we just call we'll it, just call it, it the, the DSi. DSi. All right, this is gonna be ridiculous. I gotta see, like, I want to see what the actual somebody say what it is, so we know exactly what it is. But we'd have to be at the press the pronunciation. Conference. Yeah, how do you pronounce it? Is it the DSi? <laughs> It probably is the DSi. You know, looking at the the screen from the press conference, mm-hmm. it really does kind of look like Nintendo DS lowercase Roman numeral one. Because mm-hmm. it's Nintendo DS, and then there's this little circle with an I in it off to the corner. Yep, it's probably I for like interactivity or something like that. Or the the pun with I is in like the eye toy, the your your visible eye. Maybe I don't know. The organ but, that senses light. Dave, what you're not noticing on this thing is the um, DSI shop. Ah, Nintendo is starting up their yes. own digital delivery service. Well, they have one. Yes, for, for the Wii. For the Wii, but they're adding it to a handheld now. Yeah. Are we? And I think it's it's the same store. There's just got and you use Wii points. Yeah, they're going to still got to be called Wii points, uh, uh, but, but that it's there's got to be the hand. Audio just switched, didn't it? Yes. Skype is not liking you. I don't know what's going on. And then it's just switched back because you probably just switched it back. I switched it back. 
Right. So that's twice now. Yes. Fun times. And was doing so well. But do you? does this mean, like, that we're going to stop seeing a GameSpot sort of thing? With any luck, yes. Well... Alright, go to a GameStop or an EB Games and look at the PC games area. Okay. Which is basically a shelf. I, well, not a shelf. It's like a rack. It, well, by a shelf, I mean like a bookcase okay. of shelves. Not like a single shelf on the wall, but it's, 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 I think, like six shelves in total. About three and a half to four feet long. This is the one, the local one that I go to. Okay. I think it's the same ones over here. Yeah, and it's... I haven't been I mean, into it, a GameStop in a while now. Yep. But... Because I haven't it, had you know, a point to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know that you're not spending money. Yep. Doing good. Uh, but if you look online, if you look at uh, Steam, if you look at GameTap, if you look at uh, Direct2Drive... Uh, if you look at Xbox Live, PlayStation Network... Well, I, I was going for PC only, oh, okay. but yeah. I mean, all these things are, are doing content delivery of ridiculous numbers of games. Yes. And are probably selling far more games than EB Games or GameStop for the PC. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I think consoles are going to head that way too. Digital distribution, which would be fine if yep. Comcast doesn't... Um, not a yeah. I mean, then again, if you think about a, a Blu-ray game on the PS3, that's going to be you're looking at 40 download. gigabytes. Yeah. You're not going to want to download that, especially at our current speeds that Comcast is forcing us to be at. Right. Wow, I'm just being evil right now. <laughs> when did that show up? Uh, when Comcast said we're going to limit it to 250 uh, gig a month, probably. I still have to find a, um, there's got to be a program out there that will keep track of your total internet usage, right? Uh, total or total per computer? Well, I'm just curious in total, because I kind of want to see where I would be in that huge list. I have list. no idea. I have no idea. Cause it's like, okay, the oh. Xbox will attach to the internet, and so I kind of can't put anything on the Xbox to keep track of just that, so I'd probably have to put something in the router to keep track. Right. And some of the, the third-party firmwares for the router will probably do that. Probably. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. All right. So that's that pretty much sums up the DS. This new DS store is, is intriguing because the WiiWare has some pretty cool titles on it, and he's eating. Yeah, so tell him. That's why I muted myself. <laughs> All right. What else, what else came out of this conference? Wii Storage. Because Nintendo decided to make the Wii smaller and cheaper that they wouldn't include a hard drive, and now they are realizing that this is a very, 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 very bad idea, and that they made a big mistake. So they the, they did build into the Wii an SD slot. Which hasn't really been used at all. Granted, you could put photos on your Wii. Yep. I don't know why, but you could. Well, they had the photo channel. You could, like, share photos with your friend codes. It's like, uh, yes, I could put photos on my iPod if I really wanted to. Is, am yeah. I going to? No. No. However, they're opening up the SD slot Ooh. so that you can move uh, your downloaded games over to the SD card. Well, that should be interesting. Now, is this uh, high-capacity SD cards or just regular? This is 2 gigabyte maximum. <laughs> so we're talking regular SD cards. Yeah. Oh. None of the, the nice new, like, 8 gigabyte SD cards. Oh, I, held, I had in my hands a 4 gigabyte SD card. That's probably high capacity. Yesterday. Yeah. Well, it would have to be, because... Yeah, 2 gigabytes the 2 is gig max. is the max. But it was, uh... I had to record myself when I taught yesterday. Okay, so I'm guessing you just... Put it in your uh, your your camera and then just record it. No, I, I borrowed a camera from the school. Oh, but it was like a brand new uh, HD little mini digital recorder. It was amazing. Wait, video recorder? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't actually remember the brand or the make or the model. Yes, because that would be too convenient. Yeah, but it was really really cool. 
It was a Sanyo. I know that. Okay. Alright, I'm Start my video. Again. So am I. You're going to have an interesting time trying to sync up these recordings. How so? I'm I'm not sure how you're going to do it. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Okay. I have faith. How am I coming through? I'm not coming through fine. All right. All right. Where were we? Um, before we storage. Yeah. Before Skype sucked. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So shall we? Shall we start with the end? We're back. I was just going to start now. Okay. Because <laughs> Skype sucked and dropped the call. So now we Yes. Can... Okay. So so I, we were talking about Wii Storage. Yes. Um, which is kind of ridiculous. Is a 2-gigabyte card will, what, quadruple the amount of storage on the Wii? Will it? Well, what's the internal storage for I don't, the Wii? I don't know what the internal storage of the Wii is. And Andy goes to look it up. Yes. Uh, 512 of internal storage. Okay. So, yeah, quadru- well, yeah. Actually, it quintuples it because you're still getting the original half a gig. Oh, good point. Plus, you could actually take out the SD cards and then put other yeah, SD switch cards them. in. You could switch them around. Granted, then I would just have a large collection of SD cards, which are not really big enough to write on. You don't have a Wii anyways. I don't, so it doesn't matter to me. Check. No. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> I don't have to worry about lack so of wait. storage. Yeah. I don't have this. <laughs> Alright, and the last thing, which wasn't really from the the Nintendo press release, but came out around the same time, would be that Marriott Hotels yep. are going to be having Wii's and Wii games and sometimes even we fit in the hotel rooms. They're finally getting rid of the stupid N64 controller and replacing it with a Wii controller, it seems. I'm kind of curious how they're going to prevent theft because the Wii controller is wireless. Are they just going to, like, tether it down to something? Give you a lock or something to unlock it? I don't know. Maybe charge you on your bill if they don't find it after you leave? (laughs) That'd be kind of funny. That would be kind of funny. (laughs) What's this extraneous charge? Wiimote. Oh. Crap. They found me out. Yeah. I don't know. Are they going to put a Wii in every hotel room then? No, it's only certain rooms. They probably have like a maybe a central server that has all the Wii games. They if Nintendo hooks them up with it, that would be interesting. Yeah, a Wii be- on every TV because the games are not here; they're stored somewhere else. Yeah, would be pretty cool. That actually would be. Hmm. We'll have to see. Granted, I'm not gonna really stay at a Marriott anytime soon. Yeah, Boston. Phoenix or um, what was not the other until one? Uh, uh, Boston, Phoenix, and New York. New York, okay, yeah, not going to be anywhere near any of those, right? So, which brings up a question. All right, completely unrelated to this, uh, you want to go to Chicago in early December? Why would I want to go to Chicago in early December? To go to Chicago in early December? Yes, but there's got to be a reason for it. Well, there's a reason for me being there. The reason for you being there would be to, to just kind of hang out and be in Chicago. What is your reasoning for being in Chicago in December? We'll get into this later. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong time to get into this. My apologies. It's, uh, hey, do you want to go to Chicago? Oh, why? Why? I can't oh, tell why you. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I cannot tell you, but your life may depend on it. Okay. Have you have you seen uh, uh, Eagle Eye yet? No, I have not. Are you planning on seeing that? No, I am not. Okay. Why? Because I was thinking of going and seeing it, and I was hoping that you had so I could get an unofficial review. Um, I'm guessing there's a whole lot of action and not a whole lot of plausible story. Okay. Am I close? Probably. I haven't seen oh. it yet. Well, then go see it and tell me how close I am. 
<laughs> you don't see it. I, I don't want to spend the money on it. Ah, ah. I don't have the time to go see it. You have time. You just need better time management. No, I really don't have time. Okay. Going to the football game, you don't have to go to the football game. Yes, I do. You do? Yes. Why? I don't know. Okay, then. Granted, you could also probably sell your ticket, save some money, sit on the couch, watch it in a um, uh, nice... In a nice heated room. Yes. Instead of... What is the temperature? It's cold today. It's been cold for, like, the last couple days. I can tell you right now in Portage, it is um, 59.7 degrees. In Ann Arbor, it is 55 degrees. Ah. Well, there you That's go. That's jacket weather. Yeah. Oh, Celine's at 58. Yeah. I forgot I put those in my favorites. Nice. Yeah, I finally... It's 55 degrees outside. I finally have a homepage. Really? Yes, I used uh, Weather Underground as my homepage. Ah. This is not the, like, subversive group no, of no, Weather Underground. No, this is the website Weather Underground. Okay. Because, yeah, there, there is that. We, we talked about them yes. a couple days ago. Yes, yes. Weeks ago. Months ago. Oi. At some point in the past. I, yeah. You're asking me to remember that doesn't work. Episode one. I remember that. Yep. I really don't. The T-Mobile G1. Yes, the G1. The Google phone the G- has been sold out. What? They, have, they, they haven't even released it yet. How can it be sold out? They're not releasing it until like took the, pre-orders. the 22nd. They took pre-orders. Oh. Okay, but um, it's still not out. Yeah. And they're I know. already I'm sold not, out. I'm not... I'm not counting the pre-orders because otherwise you would have won the bet years ago. Yeah, that doesn't work. No, no, no. The actual product has to have been delivered. Yes. Although I have seen unboxings of the G1. Yes, but that's um, for media access. Yeah. It's not the same. Okay, well, the, you know, Duke Nukem Forever still has uh, days. 17 days. 14 days, something like that? 17 days, yeah. Oh, well. It's got about two and a half weeks to come out. All right, so I know that you're a... Keep in mind it has to go gold first. Yeah. And be printed on discs. Right. Well, that's what going gold means. No, going gold is they finalize all the code. Actually getting printed... Okay. Is the next step. Yes. Ah. Basically, going gold would be if I rendered all the video. Okay. And then sent it to you. Ah. I see. So I know you're a T-Mobile customer. I am. Are you nearing the end of your two-year contract? I actually have not been on a contract for about a year now. Are you going to be getting a G1 with a T-Mobile two-year contract? I might do that. In fact, this is why I, I don't have a contract right now. Is uh, My phone broke last semester, so I think around like February or so. And... Rather than renewing my contract and getting a, a decent phone then, I held off because I knew this was going to come out. So I might do that, but I think I'm going to wait and see what sort of stuff comes out on the Android apps store. Okay. Because the phone is, is very nice and decent, but a lot of the stuff is going to be in the hands of the open source community. I could see that. So I want to see what people really can do with this. And then I want to see what other companies are going to try and do. I know LG was talking about making one. Motorola is talking about making Android phones. So have you been looking at some of these flaws of the uh, G1? Mm, which ones? Uh, well, okay, so the the one gigabyte cap is gone, thank goodness. Yeah, and then T-Mobile you, took that off. You can unlock the G1 after 90 days. Yep, but I'm not worried about that because I'm a T-Mobile subscriber anyways. Yeah. Um, are you interested about there's no video playback on your phone? Again, well, but that's something that's open for third-party developers. Could be. There's no video playback built in, but... There's YouTube, but that's... There's no video playback built into my computer either. Yeah, that is true. And there's Windows Media Player, but that doesn't do much. Um, there's no internal storage for media playback on your phone. 
No, but I just finished the woot off with uh, a total of six gigabytes on micro SD cards. That could work quite well. Um, there's no desktop syncing, but you probably don't have your phone syncing with um, Exchange and uh, right. I, I don't do stuff. corporate. Yeah, I don't do corporate email. Uh, and again, that's open for third-party developers. Yeah. Um, I'm just going through the other list of um, horrible things there are. Problems. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a, the most negative thing for me is, is just kind of it's a little big, and there's nothing really there for it yet, and Ann Arbor isn't a T-Mobile 3G network yet. Yeah, there are 3G locations, but they're... Um... Well, Detroit is on the list for T-Mobile. Yeah. For 3G network. But and are we considering I, I assume, Detroit? Well, I assume that Detroit, they said for the metropolitan area. And since I know that Ann Arbor is on AT&T's 3G, I would assume that T-Mobile is going to work to make Ann Arbor 3G for them as well. And it's not just Ann Arbor, it's the whole Detroit metro area. Okay. I'll, I'll, we'll have to see. They'll have to, um... Yeah. I, I'm not buying one right now. I'm not going to be an early adopter. Okay, yeah. But we'll, we'll see what happens. It's, it's something that intrigues me. I'll be able to hold it up to my brother and be like, ah, you have an iPhone, I have a G phone. Yeah. And the fight will be on. And I will still be sitting here with my Motorola phone that I just yeah. got. So, well, I man, I want my old Motorola back. I liked that phone. That was a good little phone. Too bad it fell out of my pocket, left uh, left it on the curb when it was raining. <laughs> Oops. Oops. It didn't work after that. Oh well. Yeah. So, what else we got? Um, Google wants to um have America be running on um clean energy. By 2030. And they okay. have a, an official um, proposal out for this sort of thing. Clean energy being renewable energy, yep. non-pollutant, stuff like that? Yep. So no oil, no coal? Yep. What about nuclear? Uh, uh, with some remaining use of natural gas as well as nuclear. So, But they want off coal and oil by 2030. I, I'm sorry, Andy, Andy can, you, can you say that again? What? With some remaining use of natural gas as well as what? Nuclear. Nuclear? Yes. Andy? Yes, Dave. Read the word. Nuclear. Why do you do this? Because it's fun to mess with you. Why do you do this to me? Because it's fun to mess with you. That's what I just said, right? You know, they, yes. they, they made a comment uh, about how they wanted to separate McCain and Palin from Bush, and that she had been so careful to say nuclear instead of nuclear. But then during the vice presidential debate, I swear to God, I heard her say nuclear. Yeah, but what's the problem with that? I don't see a problem. The problem is the word is nuclear. I'm mispronouncing nuclear. 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 I'm saying nuclear. Yes. Just to annoy Dave. <laughs> it's and I'm fun. talking about Sarah Palin. Oh, fun times. Um, but yeah, but they just announced their clean energy proposal for all the stuff. So they want everything okay. done by 2030, including um, basically designing their own data centers to run more efficiently and uh, climate-saving computers and sort of stuff like that. Good for them. What a surprise. Your uh, PC wastes nearly half the power it consumes, most of which is actually in the power supply. Yeah. Well, that's why they get rather hot. Yes. But um, yeah, there's the, 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 there's an official the link. What link did I put down? You put their blog. Okay, yeah, that's the that's the official announcement. And then some of the links on there go to other things, and it um, it's interesting thing to just delve through. Which mm -hmm. um, it also the climate saving uh, computers are actually kind of interesting because I want a energy efficient computer since paying for energy and all the other fun stuff. Yeah. So, well, uh huh. I wonder how you could make them more energy efficient. I don't know. Um, 
not go All right, so we've we talked many times about EA trying to buy Take-Two. Yes. Andy and I had some very strong words about that, I believe. Yes, yes, we did. But now we don't have to worry about it because take too sad um yeah no more we've 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 looked at the possibilities and we're deciding that we're not going to look for any sort of buyout or merger or anything like that we're going to stay independent we'll have to see how all that works uh i assume it's going to work quite well uh, uh, okay what what is take two doing other than rockstar not much it, what are they doing other than rockstar uh I don't know. <laughs> um, it's it's a short list. Um, take two heads. Um, well, Midnight Club. Well, that's also Rockstar, isn't it? Yeah. The Midnight Club stuff. Uh, wasn't Bioshock done by Two K? Isn't that part of Take Two? Two uh, K and Take Two are not. Oh, I guess they are. Yeah, Take Two owns Two K. That's what I thought. Which is. Uh, uh, who is that's Firaxis, right? Yes. Firaxis is now part of 2K. Uh, which yes. is all the Sid Meier games. Okay. Um, so Take Two owns all of Sid Meier. Yep. Civilization, colonization, the railroads, the pirates, things like that. Um, they have Rockstar. They have a couple other little ones. They have 2K Sports, which is probably part of 2K itself. So you have 2K and you uh, have Rockstar. And you have Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? Well, there, 2K is publishing it. Oh. 3D Realms is developing it. 2K is publishing it. Okay. Supposedly. If 3D Realms ever actually makes it. Okay, so um, you have 2K, you have Grand Theft Auto, and that's basically... Okay, so they're basically um, two... Yeah, under. but they're not trying to be a juggernaut. They're not trying to be EA. If they wanted to try to be EA, they would have joined EA. <laughs> no, they probably would have wanted to join EA, but they probably wanted to be uh, more money for it. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, they're completely, completest review of strategic alternatives and nothing's come up. So they're going to be staying as an independent company. So we'll, we'll see. Well, good for them. Granted, their stock has been down nearly 30% since the end of the EA deal, so... Yeah, well, it's too bad. Mm. That said, everyone's stock is down right now. Oh, that is true, yeah. Everyone took a hit. It's kind of hard to avoid a 700-point drop. That's going to hit everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're nearing the end. Um, there's the, I put a link in there near the bottom for Intel's deciding to try and um, see exactly how robust their servers are, yeah. including some um, low-cost... Non-ventilated servers. Well, but, yeah, they're just using outside air, like cheap, basically, household filters. And they're using uh, direct expansion air conditioning equipment, which air cools when it expands, sort of. Right. When you're going from a small area to a large area, air speed up and therefore be colder. Um, but they they ran a ten month trial and they posted uh, the pressure drop. Yeah. So. Fun times. Working on it. Oh, there you go. Now you're done. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as I was trying to say, uh, it, it's the change in pressure oh, yes. is what causes it to cool. Volume. It's it's you know it's been a while since I took a freaking class on this. It's in there a long time. But um, it was oh my god, I, real real fast if I may. I had to do because uh, I had to prepare stuff for teaching yesterday, so I had to do the homework that the students got on Thursday. Yeah. And this is, this is homework that probably took some of them, like, two hours. I got through it in, like, 15 minutes. I was so, like, I shouldn't be so pleased with myself because it was Algebra 2, but I was incredibly pleased with myself. It was so fun to be able to just zip through these problems. You're excited to be lording over um, people who no, have it's, graduated. No, it's not lording over, it's just, yeah, shush. <laughs> just saying. 
Um, I know. But anyway, so these, nice these uh, Intel things, which basically, it's one of them were completely covered in dust sort of thing for these servers, um, had a failure rate of 4.46% in the, um, basically just using the air side. Air yeah. Um, their, uh, the main DNA center had a failure rate of 3.83%. And no joke, the... Um, the direct expansion air conditioning equipment actually had a failure rate of 2.45%. Sweet. So I think people are starting to realize that servers are not as um, pissy as they've been made out to be. So um, they're, they're saying basically in this white paper that there could be an annual savings of $2.87 million at some data centers. So that that's the, it came from the Google's clean energy things. They were talking about servers and all the other stuff, and I just remembered this from a while ago. So that's yeah, links in my head working to make sweet things. I actually saw a, a picture the other day of a, a coolantless PC. Interesting. It had no fans. It had no. It's uh, got to have a heatsink no of some kind. Cooling. The entire thing was a heatsink. Oh, really? The case itself had copper wire running through the entire thing to the CPU, and it was—it looked like a giant radiator. Interesting to see. Uh, it was an open-air design, and it, it was just like it looked like a giant heat sink. Well, that should be interesting to see. Um, I think we should hit a random topic because we're running low on time. <laughs> random topic: cats and dogs. Yeah, you already rolled. Um. Cats and dogs, dogs or and, and cats, um, living together in harmony, craziness. I messed up. Dogs and cats living together. Yeah, yeah. The Ghostbusters. Yep. Yeah, I don't remember the full no. line. It was a good line. Yeah, but um, I'm a dogs are different than cats. Yeah, you're a dog person, aren't you? Yeah, I would have to say I'm pr- primarily a dog person. Cats are. Cats are definitely a different animal than dogs. Well, yes, Andy. I know. Yes, they but are. I'm saying, and like the the type of relationship you have with a cat versus the type of relationship you have with a dog are two completely different things. Okay. Are you? I'm guessing you're a I'll, cat person. I I am more of a cat person. Dogs are fine. I I don't mind them terribly, but I I would prefer cats. Okay. I would prefer dogs. Cats, granted, you can have so much fun with a cat and a laser pointer. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, it's, it's like hardwired into their brain of bright and shiny, go and attack it. <laughs> and there's nothing brighter or shinier than a laser pointer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Or at least nothing easily accessible. Hours of entertainment. Yeah. From just one laser pointer and one cat. It's pretty cool. Oh, two cats would be even more fun. They could fight over the laser pointer. <laughs> they don't fight over it. I need to go get a laser pointer again. I don't know where mine went. It's probably somewhere in your room. No, I think it's been lost. To your room? Lost forever. To your room? To my room? No. Very few things actually get lost to my room. Really? Yes. Right. Given the amount of stuff in my room, very few things actually get lost in here. And when they do, it's generally not a permanent loss. You, you could lose a cat in your room. That's why I don't have a cat. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. I, 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 I could lose a small dog in my room, too. Yes, one of those purse dogs. So they yeah. lost. The poor thing would just like be crushed under something. A stack of papers would fall over and break its spine. Oh, that's just horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Ooh. Yes. I think my lunch is done. <laughs> Ooh. Right. Well, I have to get going because I have to get ready for the game. You have to put on your long johns? Uh, I already have them on, actually. <laughs> it's cold outside. You can't see because I turned off my video, but I'm doing a facepalm. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm stopping this because we I have food and I'm hungry. Okay, we're done. Sweet. I have, hope hope everyone enjoyed it. Stupid Skype. <laughs>